الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الذين قالوا ربنا الله ثم استقاموا تتنزل عليهم الملائكة ألا تخافوا ولا تحزنوا ألا تخافوا ولا تحزنوا وأبشروا بالجنة التي كنتم توعدون نحن أولياؤكم في الحياة الدنيا وفي الآخرة ولكم فيها ما تشتهي أنفسكم ولكم فيها ما تدعون نزلا من غفور رحيم صدق الله العظيم Allah Ta'ala has blessed us today with this tremendously great ni'mat and bounty in favor of the day of Eid. This is also among the innumerable bounties and favors of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala blessed us with the Mubarak month of Ramadan and all the bounties of the Mubarak month of Ramadan. And today we are witnessing this Mubarak day of Eid. This too is a great bounty which we must make shukar for. Indeed, this is a day of celebration and we must celebrate the day. Allah Ta'ala has made it compulsory to celebrate in the sense that it is not even permissible to fast on this day. So this is a day of celebration which a mu'min does celebrate. And he hymns the praises of Allah Ta'ala. He expresses his gratitude and shukar to Allah Ta'ala for this ni'mat and bounty as well. Nevertheless, it's also a day of reflection. The reflection is that this day of Eid is indeed a very joyous moment, a very happy occasion. But like the month of Ramadan, before we knew it passed, there wasn't even before a person realized it, the days just were over and we are already now on the first of Shawwal. So that was a whole month that just went by without us realizing how quickly. This is one day. Before we know it, this day will be over. So this Eid is certainly a day to rejoice, a day to celebrate, a day to express our happiness. But in hours, it will just now be over. So the thing is that this day of Eid must remind us that we need to prepare for that everlasting Eid, the real Eid. This too is an Eid and definitely it's a very great Eid. But the real Eid of a Mu'min, what is the real Eid of a Mu'min? The real Eid of a Mu'min, this is what has been described in this ayat of the Qur'an Sharif which was recited. Allah Ta'ala says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا That those who say, رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ, who accept Iman, who believe in Allah Ta'ala, who believe in whatever Allah Ta'ala has commanded, and follow Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا then they remain steadfast on this claim of Iman. They remain steadfast on the dictates of this Iman. They remain steadfast on whatever Allah Ta'ala has ordered them to do. So this Iman and Istiqamat, after having accepted Iman, after having been blessed with Iman, 
they then remained firm on the dictates of this iman. What are the dictates of this iman? So the dictates of the iman are well known to us. For instance, mashallah, we have come today, we have come for salah, salatul eid, and we came for salatul eid without any azan as well. There's no muazzin called out the azan for salatul eid. But why we came for salatul eid? Because this is the command of Allah Ta'ala via Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam ordered us that the salatul eid has to be performed. So on the order of Allah Ta'ala, which Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam gave us, this is the compliance to that that we have come for salatul eid. Even without the muazzin calling. As a sixth salah of the day. Likewise, daily the muazzin calls out and he reminds us, Hayya ala salah, hayya ala falah. Come to salah, come to success. That's the dictates of iman. That now we present ourselves in the house of Allah Ta'ala and we bow our heads down to Allah Ta'ala who blessed us with this life, blessed us with all the bounties, blessed us with all the ni'mats and favors. We subject ourselves to Him, subjugate ourselves to Him. This is the dictates of this iman. Like salah, all the other obligations of deen. Similarly, just as in the month of Ramadan, we refrain from eating and drinking during the day because we were fasting. Why were we fasting? And why were we refraining from eating and drinking the halal food that Allah Ta'ala blessed us with but we were not touching it because Allah Ta'ala's order was that during the day you must fast in Ramadan. So on the order of Allah Ta'ala we refrain from what Allah Ta'ala forbade us in that time, limited time. So likewise the dictates of this Iman is that throughout our day and night, throughout the year, whatever Allah Ta'ala has forbidden, the same Allah who asked us to stay away from eating and drinking during the days of Ramadan, the same Allah asked us to stay away from gambling throughout our lives. The same Allah Ta'ala asked us to stay away from zina throughout our lives. The same Allah Ta'ala has ordered us and commanded us to refrain from lying, from backbiting, from harboring malice, from harboring jealousy, from all the other evils and vices. The Allah Ta'ala for whom we fasted, the same Allah Ta'ala gave us all these commands. So the dictates of this iman is that now we fulfill all what Allah Ta'ala has commanded us. So, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا That this claim that they make to iman is not just a hollow claim, is not just lip service, it is a very real claim, it is something that they live by it, they live by it five times a day by fulfilling the commands of Allah Ta'ala, they live by it 24-7 by staying within the limits that Allah Ta'ala has made for us, this is that istiqamat. So this istiqamat on deen, this is the greatest karamat. Hazrat Junaid Baghdadi rahmatullahi very very great saint and wali of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala, one person came in his company and he stayed for 10 years and after 10 years suddenly this person decided overnight that he's going. So he came the next day and said that I'm going, I'm leaving. So he said, well, 10 years you stayed and suddenly overnight you decided to leave. What's the problem? So he says, well, I came and stayed here 10, day, 10 years in your company, but 10 years I didn't see you performing one karamat. Didn't see you performing one deed that was out of the ordinary. So I'm disappointed. As a result, I'm leaving. So when this is the reason he gave, so he sighed deeply. And he says, well, if that's the reason you're going, then then I really don't have anything to say. But he sighed deeply and he asked him a question then. He said, you stayed 10 years here. 
in this 10 years did you see me doing anything against the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam did you see me doing any action now 10 years 10 years you saw me doing anything eating was it ever against the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam my appearance and dressing was it ever against the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam my manner of talking my manner of walking my manner of dealing with people my manner of treating my family my manner of whatever the issues of life are did you ever witness me doing anything against the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam so this person said that in 10 years i haven't ever seen this i've observed you very closely i've watched everything but in 10 years i haven't seen you do anything against the sunnah so he then said to him that what greater karamat are you looking for what greater karamat are you looking for that a person for 10 years didn't do anything against the sunnah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam this is the greatest karamat the greatest karamat is the ittiba of the sunnah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and that is what made junaid baghdadi rahmatullahi that great personality and that great saint and wali of allah ta'ala this ittiba is sunnah and following in the footsteps of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam naqsh qadam nabi ke hai jannat ke raaste allah se milate sunnat ke raaste that the footsteps of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam these take a person to Jannat and Allah se milate hai sunnat ke raaste the, the way of sunnah this links a person to Allah Ta'ala so this is the message Allah Ta'ala is giving us in this ayat of the Quran Sharif that inna alladheena qalu rabbuna Allah that those who claim that Allah is our Rabb when they have claimed Allah is our Rabb then they have full faith in Allah Ta'ala then they live by the commands of Allah Ta'ala they don't transgress the bounds that Allah Ta'ala has placed for them in trying to earn their living. Because Allah is the Rabb, Allah is the provider, Allah Ta'ala is the sustainer. So they don't cross and transgress the bounds Allah Ta'ala has placed, cheat somebody, defraud someone, lie, or whatever else, deceive the customer maybe, or treat somebody badly in the process, oppress anybody, they don't do all these things. Allah is the provider. So, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا then they remain firm on this claim of Iman. So the month of Ramadan has gone, but our deen is with us. The month of Ramadan came to give us that boost for the rest of the 11, year, 11 months. That we remain the way we were in Ramadan even better. That the masjid doesn't start looking for everybody, where is everybody gone to? And all the other things that we are, mashallah, doing in the month of Ramadan continues. And all the vices and sins that we stayed away from, that remains out of our life forever. So, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا Now, those who live with this istiqamat, today is the day of Eid, but in a few hours' time, this day will tick away. Then, before a person knows it, it's already Asar, it's Maghrib, and the day of Eid is over. But the real Eid, the real Eid of a mu'min, will be that day, that mu'min who has lived on this. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا they then remain firm on that Iman, on that Islam, on the commands of Allah Ta'ala, on the way of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Now the time will come and everybody's time is coming. My time is coming and everyone's time is coming. When we will have to leave this world. Nobody's going to remain in this world forever. But now this person lived with istiqamat. He lived with that istiqamat that we understood in the incident of Junaid Baghdadi Rahmatullah He didn't transgress the laws of Allah Ta'ala and as a human being he can slip up somewhere if he ever made a mistake he became very concerned and made sincere tawbah like Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu he says that when a mu'min a mu'min can also make a mistake 
and pledges that ya allah i've made a mistake but i will never do this again and seriously regretting what i did and he shows that remorse and regret now this is how a mu'min feels when he makes a mistake he feels his mountain is going to fall on me and crush me just now and when a munafiq munafiq does something he does something major also it is like abdullah bin mas'ud radiallahu says he feels like a fly was about to sit on his nose he just shoot it away he just feels nothing about it and he feels there was, was like a fly coming on me I just shoot it away so this is not the way that a mu'min he reacts to whatever the situation is his heart trembles in front of Allah Ta'ala. so this is part of that istiqamat so, now when a person lived his life in this way that moment will come when we have to leave the world but when that moment comes then the angels will come angels will come to give him glad tidings that is the day of Eid that is the day of Eid in this person's life and when the angels are coming to say to him Allah takhafu wa la tahzanu you have no fear you have nothing to grieve about a person worries and fears about the way forward and he grieves about what happened behind he says you got nothing to fear about you got nothing to grieve over wa abshiru bil jannati allati kuntum tu'adun and they give him the glad tidings of that jannah your whole life you were listening over and over again that there is a Jannah there is this place Allah Ta'ala has created already and there are all these bounties and ni'mads and then while some people were thinking it was a fairy tale you did not uh, have any doubt in this you had full faith in this Jannah and you strove and you struggled for this Jannah you woke up early in the morning and made it to the Masjid for Fajr Salah because you wanted this Jannah you left whatever your occupation and whatever distractions were at the time of Zohar Asar, Maghrib, Isha and you came to the house of Allah Ta'ala you wanted the Jannad you stayed away from Haram because you wanted the Jannad so now Abshiru bil Jannati kuntum tu'adun now you take the glad tiding of the Jannat which you have promised this is a day of Eid this is the real Eid of a Mu'min the real Eid of a Mu'min today is also the day of Eid and today too is a day of celebration but the real and true celebration is when the Mu'min will hear this glad tiding the real day of Eid and the real moment of Eid for that mu'min will be when he is being lowered in that grave and then the grave will finally address him in the hadith the details of this conversation with the grave or the grave addressed to him is mentioned how the grave addresses a true mu'min how the grave addresses a sinner what it does for the mu'min and how it treats the sinner all this is described in the hadith sharif now when he's being lowered in that grave and he's placed in that grave because he was living on istiqamat he lived according to the command of Allah Ta'ala the way of Rasulullah his Eid will start in the Qabr the, Eid, the Qabr itself will say to him marhaban wa ahlan welcome to you and this person then will be given the, the bedding of Jannat and the window of Jannat will be opened out in his grave this is a day of Eid for him the day of Eid will be when this person will come out from the grave 
and he will see a very handsome person standing on the side and the person will ask him you know who I am he says I don't have any idea who you are you are looking like a very good person and the fragrance that you are emitting is really wonderful but I'm not aware who you are I'm your good deeds I'm your good deeds that has been given this form all the salah that you punctually performed all the fast you kept the zakat you discharged all the other things, righteous work you did you helped somebody and all the haram you stayed away from I've been given that form, I'm your guardian today I will take you under the shade of the arsh of Allah Ta'ala that is the, this is the Eid of a Mu'min the Eid of a Mu'min, the real Eid when on the day of Qiyamah when he will be given وَأَمَّا مَنْ أُوْتِيَ كِتَابَهُ بِيَمِينِ that those who will be given their book of deeds in their right hand Allah Ta'ala mentions about those who will be given their book of deeds in the right hand وَأَمَّا مَنْ أُوْتِيَ كِتَابَهُ بِيَمِينِ فَيَقُولُ هَا أُمُقْرَوُ كِتَابِيَا he will be going around on the day of Qiyamah and saying to people here yeah, look at my report look at my book of deeds like a child who's come back from school with a very very excellent report and he's very excited about it and he's showing this his parents, he's showing this uncle, he's showing the neighbor, he's showing his cousin look at my report, what a wonderful report this person will be celebrating Eid on the day of Qiyamah who will get his book of deeds in his right hand how mukrawu kitabiya yeah look at my book of deeds, what a wonderful book of deeds they have inni wamantu anni mulaqin hisabiya I had full conviction that one day I'm going to be taken to task I'll have to give an account so therefore I prepared for this day I did what I was supposed to do I refrained from whatever Allah Ta'ala had forbidden me and whatever mistakes I made, I made sincere tawbah already in the world as a result today I've got this book of deeds هَاُ مُقْرَوُ كِتَابِيَا إِنِّي وَنَنْتُ أَنِّي مُلَاقٍ حِسَابِيَا فَهُوَ فِي عِيشَةٍ رَادِيَا فِي جَنَّةٍ عَالِيَا قُطُوفُهَا دَانِيَا كُلُوا وَشْرَبُوا هَنِيئًا بِمَا أَسْلَفْتُمْ فِي الْأَيَّامِ الْخَالِيَا then all the glad tidings are given to him here's this jannat now you go and enjoy yourself and this is eat and drink to your heart's content and enjoy everything لِمَا أَسْلَفْتُمْ بِمَا أَسْلَفْتُمْ فِي الْأَيَّامِ الْخَالِيَا this is in view of all what you did in the days past the days past in dunya you did not shirk in your responsibilities to Allah Ta'ala you did not indulge in haram deliberately and just blatantly sin and if you made a mistake you made sincere tawbah now you go and enjoy yourself in Jannah this is the Eid we have to prepare for so today's Eid will celebrate this is part of our deen Allah Ta'ala has given us this joyous occasion of Eid it is a requirement that we celebrate today we can't even fast it's not permissible to fast this is part of the celebration of Eid whatever ni'mat Allah Ta'ala has blessed us we will eat and drink and make shukr but the real Eid is still to come for the mu'min that Eid will come for the person who has prepared for it that Eid will come for the person who has lived his way in such a way his life in such a way that this Eid be given to him and there were those people who understood that this Eid is also an Eid but it's a very short Eid before we know it the day will pass we have to prepare for the real Eid there was a very great personality in his time Hazrat Umar bin Abdul Aziz who was regarded as the fifth of the Khulafai Rashidin and a very very noble person he is the Amirul Mu'mineen he has been appointed the Khalifa of the believers it was the day of Eid was approaching and his wife says to him that the neighborhood everybody is already buzzing everybody is already preparing their Eid clothing and you are the Khalifa you are the Khalifa of the Muslims your children don't have any decent clothes to wear on Eid 
So he says, Baruch, but he was living in such a way that he didn't take one extra cent apart from the very basic requirements that he had. So he said, but I have nothing to provide for them for that. Can we imagine the Khalifa of the Muslims? I have nothing to provide for them. What, what do I do? So she says, why don't you go to the treasurer and ask him for an advance for next month's salary to this month? At least then we'll try and make me somehow make ends meet. But at least we'll have something. The children are really grieved. We can bait. But what about the children's grief? They're seeing everybody else. We provide something for them at least. So this tugged at his heart as well as a result of what now the children were experiencing. So he went to the treasurer. His treasurer is the person he himself has appointed. He's the Khalifa. He's the finance minister. And he says to him that, please, can I have an advance? Next, year, next month's salary, can you give it to me now? This month. So the treasurer and the finance minister asked him that, very well, but why? So he says, well, this is the issue. That I have nothing to even buy some new clothes or good clothes for my children. And they don't have any decent clothing to wear on the day of Eid. So if I have this little advance, then I can now prepare something for them. So the treasurer and the finance minister says to him, no problem, but on one condition. If you can fulfill this one condition, then I can give you the advance. So he says that, well, what's the condition? He's talking to the person he has appointed. The person replies and says that precondition is, if you can guarantee me you will be still living next month to be working and be entitled to the salary, then I can give it to you this month. He said, but how can I ever guarantee you that? I don't know about tomorrow, I don't know about later today, I don't know about the next moment. How can I guarantee that I'll be here next month? He said, well, in that case, how can I give it the advance? He said, no, what you said is right. So he comes back. So now the children are also aware that this is now going to happen. They're waiting in anticipation. When he comes back, they want to know what happened. So he asks them that we have two options. One option is that all of you make sabr and all of us will go to Jannat. All of you make sabr and all of us will go to Jannat. And the other is if you can't make sabr, then your father will end up in Jahannam. Because now he might, you are going to force him to do something that might not be right. Not that he had any intention of doing something. He's explaining to them. That look, these are the things. Can we ever afford to do something that Allah Ta'ala will be displeased with? All those children who were grieved about not having those eat clothes, they all said, we'll make sabr, we all want to go to Jannat. And they all made sabr on the day of Eid, when everybody else were wearing their best clothes, the children of the Khalifa were in clothing that had patches in old garments. But they made sabr, and the day came. The day came when let alone the Akhirat what Allah Ta'ala might have blessed them with. Once Muqatil bin Sulaiman, he comes to that, when the new Khalifa was appointed, Mansur, the Mansur says to him, give me some advice. So he says to him that, should I tell you what I saw with my eyes? Or should I tell you what I heard with my ears? He says, no, tell me what you saw with your eyes. So what I saw with my eyes, that Khalifa Umar ibn Abdul Aziz, rahimahullah, he left behind 11 sons. 11 sons he left behind. And after his funeral expenses were all taken care of, there were nine dinars to distribute as his inheritance between eleven sons. Nine dinars to distribute between eleven sons. This was the very meager amount that was left behind. So this was the Khalifa Umar bin Abdul Aziz. And he says, I even saw Hisham bin Abdul Malik. He left behind eleven sons. The inheritance, only the gold that was distributed was 
100,000 dinars each to each of the 11 sons like more than a million many million rands each just in the gold this was apart from the properties and land and whatever else he says i saw both and then i saw i saw one one son of umar bin abdul aziz rahmatullahi that when there was a call for jihad he gave 100 horses laden with all the provisions from his side and i even saw the son of hisham bin abdul malik i saw in his progeny a child begging at the street corner i saw both things this was the family made sabr they made sabr doesn't matter today is eid but if we can't have something in the right way we we'll make sabr but allah taala opened it out to them in dunya as well and these are the people who they will see that hear that call wa abshiru bil jannati allati kuntum tu'adun that there's the jannat that you have been promised now you go and enjoy yourself this dunya is a very short life we are here today we don't know whether we're here tomorrow this is a time for a little bit sabr a little bit sabr at the time of fajr to make sure we in the house of allah taala a little bit of time at the time of zuhar asar maghrib isha to make sure we performing our salah on time a little bit of sabr when shaitan tempts us towards haram and to just subdue that nafs and to just pressure that nafs that i will just bear the pain but i will not give in to the haram temptations i will not go to the places of vice i will not commit zina i will not go to the gambling dens i will not commit zina of the eyes i will not look at haram on my phone i will not lie i will not backbite i will fulfill what allah taala wants from me after all this life belongs to allah taala that's why when a person passes away we say inna lillah wa inna ilayhi rajiun we belong to allah taala and to allah taala do we return this life belongs to allah taala this health is allah taala's amanat and gift all the bounties we have is all from allah tbaraka wa taala so therefore we have to submit ourselves entirely to allah taala then we will have the real eid allah taala bless us with this beautiful day of eid allah taala make it a joyous and happy occasion for one and all on this day of eid while we are celebrating we should be thinking about those muslim brothers and sisters who are in difficult circumstances we should be trying to share with them what we can as well and those who are far off from us in other parts of the world we should be remembering them in our duas and praying for them also and at the same time we should be making this firm decision in our life to prepare for that eternal eid that allah taala grant us that eternal eid and we become among the successful ones wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahirabbil alamin